hello, hello, y bienvenidos a Sabor de Chisme, with me, Areli. Ahora agarren su cafecito, tecito, y vengan a descansar aquí un ratito. So, this is my third and final episode for the year 2020. I took a break in November, just there were so many things going on, and sometimes it's good to take a break for yourself. I have some very exciting news. My old pal, Tori Leppert, has recently released a new single. If you peeps want to listen to a heartwarming song these holidays, give Tori Leppert's song Home a listen to. You can find it on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes. Also, give her a follow on Instagram at Tori Leppert Music 101. Also, if you or someone you love loves jewelry as much as I do, get your hoop fix from the amazing Ethical Punk. He makes custom earrings to sarapes and to custom mugs. If you're looking for something unique, follow ethical punk underscore apparel y arte. Honestly, I myself have bought a few earrings from him and I just, I'm always satisfied with his custom work. So give him a follow too. And for my vegan listeners, if you are in the Southgate, Downey, Cudahy, Bell, or Bell Gardens area, and if you want delicious homemade vegan food, give my pals Vegan Nera a follow on Instagram. Their menu is up every Monday, and honestly, it's just so delicious. I've been ordering from them since August. I highly recommend this food. I will also be posting all their information on my Instagram, at Sabor de Chisme. So give me a follow, and for my followers already, keep an eye out for them. Now, some exciting news for this month, month of December. We have the winter solstice on December 21st. More than likely, this podcast will be posted after December 21st. I just got so busy and my computer crashed and it was just, it's just been a crazy month. Anyway, um, I hope you guys manifested all your energy and all your growth and everything that you look forward in the next year because this is the time to do it. I also want to give a quick birthday shout out to some of my loved ones and friends. Um, so here goes Jasmine. Happy birthday. Melvin. Happy birthday. My godson Emmanuel. Happy birthday. Tori. Happy birthday. And of course, La Virgencita de Guadalupe. Happy birthday. We do have some celebrations. We have small victories on our side. Like, for instance, uh, Joe Biden beating Trump. I also want you guys to remember that the fight isn't over. We still have a long way to go before we make our government just for everyone. Personally, me, I'm not a big fan of Kamala Harris. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, because I'm only going to speak about this briefly, do your research. In her 27 years as a prosecutor, she sent many blacks and people of color to prison. She did not support body cameras on cops, and she was also for the three strikes laws, which incarcerated mainly blacks at higher rates. So, yes, we had a small victory, but let's stay focused and let's continue to work hard for what we want to achieve as the people for our government. I do want to give um, another little celebration for the first appointee from Biden. Not the first appointee, but um, he picked Deb Holland. I'm sorry, I'm not pronouncing that right. As the first Native American Interior Secretary. And this is big. That's representation. So... So that's awesome. And 
keep updated and if you can it's okay to take a break i myself to take a break in november and just remember unity prevails so we need to be united in order to win so the pandemic has recently doubled in numbers and gavin Newsman has imposed new restrictions on california but i personally believe that he's a hypocrite though he has done some good deeds for California, this is not one of them because he still has his winery open and he still allows um, major companies such as, I don't know, maybe television producers to go to certain neighborhoods and still record and as people have been recording on TikTok and other social media, they don't really follow regulations. Um, so that needs to change. If, if we want this pandemic to be better, Everyone needs to follow regulations. And America just sucks at a healthcare plan. You know, where they're the ones that don't want to give us the money. They want us to stay home, but without helping us or giving us an option to do so. And by option, I mean financial assistance. There are countries that have been giving their communities and their states, you know, $1,200 every month, $1,200 every two weeks. And here they expect us to stay home, but they don't help us. So we there's a lot that needs to change and there's still a lot that needs to be fought for. Also the vaccine, it's, I have my issues with the vaccine as it's one, I feel like it's been too quickly it's come out too quickly and two it's not actually like the vaccines that we've had before it's a vaccine that will modify your genetics in order to um, create the antibodies in your body to fight the viruses off I don't know about you but I don't want to say it but I am a conspiracy nut for some things in every movie that has either infected or zombies just think about how they start on the other hand, um, there has also been studies that have showed or stated that the vaccine has actually um, been coming because there has been other viruses like COVID, so they've been gathering information from that. I still personally believe that it's too soon, but I guess only time will tell. Anyway, I'm literally just done with the hypocrisy of the American politics, and I think a lot of politicians have that and as quoted from one of my favorite movies people should not be afraid of their governments governments should be afraid of their people well said mr vendetta well said it i recommend you guys to watch this movie 100 percent. it has eerily similar similarity uh, similarities that are happening today and the movie is just it always blows my mind every time i've seen it so the movie is called V for Vendetta. So sadly, because of the high and quickly rising numbers due to the pandemic, uh, we will not be opening up soon or going back to school. This makes me very sad. I miss my students. Um, I miss working face to face with people and just talking to my coworkers face to face. <sighs> I also miss saying no when people ask me to go out. Because I mean, I really didn't like going out but i miss having the chance to say no <laughs>
anyway, if you feel that your mind is going a little on the downhill side, like mine is sometimes, um, I'm going to recommend some awesome podcasts, books, and movies, and shows you guys should watch, you know, to keep your mind up. So first, I'm going to recommend some of my favorite podcasts to you. And I'm also going to post them on my Instagram. And you guys could either vote yay or nay for them. I would love to hear back from my listeners. Anyway, the first podcast that I love because I love the chemistry and it's still one of my favorite podcasts um, is Real Life Ghost Stories. Check Emma and Dan out. Uh, another one that I'm listening to and deals a lot with missing persons and how the justice system doesn't really help with that and especially if the person is either seen as a runaway or is technically considered an adult it's horrible thank god laws are changing but there's still so much to do um is crime junkies radio rental if you guys like that creepy and spooky vibe code switch if you guys want to talk about political and aren't afraid to get on people's faces and aren't afraid to listen to uncomfortable topics and um I have recently started a new podcast with Madeline Petch from Riverdale. I hope I'm, spent, I'm saying that right. Um, called The Shadow Diaries. And that one is a little bit on the darker side. I highly recommend all of these. Now, some shows I recommend. Um, for some this pandemic, sometimes I need a laugh and a little lighter. Um, I've been watching Psych, Parks and Rec, Avatar The Last Airbender, of course. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Girlfriends, and New Girl. Um, I love dark drama like um, The Penny Dreadfuls and Hemlock Grove. But since November to now, I feel like my mind has needed a little break of all dark things. Especially because of the world that we're living in right now. I know it sounds like a total controversy because the podcast I'm listening to are dark but maybe you know i'm trying to balance it out some movies i recommend the social dilemma if you have not watched it watch it also the grinch i with jim carrey i i love love it mainly i focus on his faces and then try to reenact them <laughs> yes i look silly and i also recommend peppermint or colombiana um i like action movies when it comes to that or documentaries <laughs> I also have been reading quite extensively, um, so I just finished reading Ruby Carr's new book called Homebody. I highly recommend it, 8 out of 10. It's such a good book, but I feel like she is such a great poet, so I'm always going to be leaning towards her books. Um, and a book that I finished that made me laugh a lot, and I felt like I was kind of just chatting with the author, is everything's trash but that's okay by phoebe robinson and if you want a fun fill book that is not afraid to talk about topics that we might be like ooh, you know i recommend that book now on my personal instagram i did a little thing about color psychology was it a thing yes or no and i asked people to send me their favorite colors or the colors that they're more drawn to and i would see that the color they chose and come up with my observation of things that I've learned with psychology and how some colors mean something or like when people choose certain colors you could see into their personalities or 
not their personalities fully but aspects of their personalities so uh one of the colors that came up more than other colors was pink and you could always hit me up on my instagram at sabor the cheese man be like that's wrong that's right you know i'm always open up for constructive criticism but here is my take on pink so pink is usually perceived as a very friendly and loyal vibe but as it is a softer shade of red people often mistake you for being nice too nice or too naive in the beginning you also have a tendency to get angry fairly quickly especially when it comes to people who you think are misusing your friendship or misusing your trust your friendship is of a loyal one and your love is one of the purest forms until someone breaks that you know whether it's mistrust or whether bad misunderstandings you don't go back from that your two slogans in my opinion are i forgive you but i will not forget and me lo haces una vez pendeja tú me lo haces dos veces pendeja yo so that's my take on pink guys if you, this kind of you know is you let me know be like oh yeah you got it or be like nah girl nah stop but yes um next week i'll be doing a different color i will probably put up a poll on my instagram and you guys could vote on what colors you think you like and those who did participate thank you so much um so career talk it's time to introduce my friend elizabeth magaña who we also know as liz hi liz how are you good how are you i'm good how's the pandemic treating you it's been kind of rough so you've been holding out good throughout this pandemic yeah all right so liz before we start the career talk since you just graduated from a nurse um i don't know how i feel about the vaccine especially since it's different than the other vaccines that mm -hmm. we've had mm -hmm. what are your thoughts nurse liz um i was kind of skeptical at first when it came out because they made it so quickly within 10 months and vaccines usually take a lot longer um to get made but looking at the history like for uh polio they came out with the vaccine pretty fast and it saved a lot of lives so i think this vaccine is going to help you know get people through the pandemic so <clears throat> they were saying something about like you know modified M mrna and like a lot of people are saying that's gonna uh affect your like genetics and like the, it, it might even mutate what do you have to say about that uh, it's not the way it's gonna happen it's you get injected with the vaccine it does introduce mrna into your system but that helps you build antibodies to fight the virus okay so nothing has to do with your DNA or genetic no, modification? No genetic modification whatsoever. All right. So Liz, before you chose to become a nurse, mm -hmm. uh, I want to talk about your your like career path towards that. Mm -hmm. um, so from high school, did you go directly to college or how, how was that? I did go directly to a private university. It's the University of Redlands, but I only lasted one semester there. Um, I ended up leaving due to financial reasons, mm -hmm. and then I ended up at community college. Okay, so besides community college, what else did you end up doing? Um, I ended up at a vocational school um, where I started my career as a surgical tech. 
Okay, and can you tell me be a little bit more brief about that? How how did that happen? What made, what were your choices to? Um, I was after dropping out of the university. I went to community college. I was stuck for a little bit because I didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't know the options available. I actually seen the commercial for surgical tech on TV and I was like, oh, maybe that's something I would want to do. So I went to the school, got some information, and I signed up, and I went through 20 months of schooling and became a surgical tech. That's almost two years. That's mm -hmm. not bad. Um, and a lot of people always say, oh, going to college will give you, like, career, will make you, like, have money and stuff like that. Um, but you, you're a, surgical you're a surgical tech, and you went to vocational school, and you make quite, like, you make good money. Mm -hmm. So can you touch upon, upon that? Like, how... How much money did you make, let's say, monthly? Um, I was making, or I, yeah, in the past two years, I made up to $6,000 a month, um, depending on how much I worked and who I worked for. But yeah, you, surgical techs can make good money. Even higher than $6,000? Uh, probably six to 7000 yeah. That's not bad. And so, what other type of vocational schools are there? Um, there's other careers like uh, dental hygienist, there's medical assistants, there's LBNs, which is licensed vocational nurse. They do respiratory therapy, massage therapy, and stuff like that. Okay, so you went to surgical tech. There's so many different options, right? Right. So, <clears throat> another question. Why do you think people don't know or like say high schools because when i went to high school i had no idea about vocational schools it was always straight four-year universities or you know cal state uh, or cal state so what what makes you think that they don't why they don't bring Promote. those schools yeah i feel like it's a lot to do with finances because i feel like the more students that they send to four-year universities the more money you know the universities make and i feel like the schools get a kickback from that too just like with scores and stuff like when they score high on sats um, I think it's pretty sad though because a lot of people don't have that option of either going to college because of finances or because they're just not made for college, you know, or testing that will get them into the school that they want. That's pretty true. Can you, uh, so you say that you're a surgical tech, can you abbreviate, like, can you define what that is, what the jobs consist of? Yeah. Um, so surgical tech, what they do is, um, they gather all the supplies that they need for surgery. They set up the surgical field, which is, uh, it's called the back table where you open up everything sterilely, put all your equipment, your supplies, and then you, um, once the patient is asleep, you drape the patient with sterile drapes and then assist the surgeon during surgery. Okay, and what kind of surgery is it? I, I am currently in plastic surgery, so I do a lot of cosmetic surgeries like breast dogs, nose jobs, stuff like that. Any famous celebrities that we might know? Yeah, but I can't say their names. <laughs> How about you? Have you gotten any surgery done on you? I have, yeah. And being a plastic surgical tech, do you get benefits for maybe like, you know, having a percent off or cheaper surgery? Yeah, I was getting a good like 50% off of surgeries and, you know, cosmetic stuff like Botox. Yeah. Right, guys, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, vocational schools. <laughs> um, I do, so you're in the plastic surgery world yes <laughs> thank you um there's so much controversy with that like a lot of people argue that when you get surgery it's either because you're too lazy and you know it's easy to get the same results while working out and other people are for it what are your thoughts about that controversial like i'm always up like to whatever the person wants to do whatever makes them happy if it's getting plastic surgery go for it i just don't you know, think that they should go too far because there's some people that actually just do too much. 
but I mean if you want a little nip and tuck here I think you know go for it I don't I don't think it's a bad thing yeah like me I've always thought about getting lipo just because well you have seen me like you know I think I'm pretty active yes I, I like food and stuff like that but other than that I think I'm pretty well I used to be, before the pandemic I was like in soccer I did a lot of things and it was always really hard for me to lose weight mm -hmm. and I don't think it's because I'm lazy. Maybe I should have better discipline with my food. But even when I did, there was always, like, I was never, like, thin enough. So there, sometimes in my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll probably get lipo. But then, like, the controversy again, um, like, with it. Like, you know, oh, you're just doing that because you don't like yourself and stuff like that. So you said that you got surgery, right? Did you get surgery because you didn't like yourself? Or, or did you get surgery just because, you know, how, why did you get, like, because when I tell people that I, do want to think about getting surgery they're like oh you don't love yourself you need to like love your body first and love how you look mm. now and stuff like that so what has been your what is your input on that i think like i said um it's just it's up to you i don't think people should judge others for wanting what they want to do with their own bodies like for me for instance i got plastic surgery because i didn't like the way um if i can say this on your podcast but my breasts weren't even just like most women's they're not they're you know one is bigger than the other and I didn't like that so I wanted to get them done and that's what I did and it was for me not for anybody else that's true and yes you could cuss in my podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's appropriate <laughs> you could even be drinking wine while we're talking about this um yeah so that's the stigma about plastic surgery um where do you work currently right now I work for this company called Beverly Hills Doctor Surgery Center, and I work for a doctor. His name is Dr. Paul Nassif. I don't know if some of you have heard of him, but he is on TV. Um, it's botched, uh, so we come out on TV. Ooh, have you been? Have you come out on TV on some I episodes? Have, yeah. Ooh, you guys could catch her. I'll put a picture <laughs> of her on my Instagram. And you guys, if you guys take a picture and then circle her, I'll probably send out a little bit of the Starbucks prices. <laughs> Where is Liz? <laughs> Segment. <laughs> Um, so, one of my favorite actors is Will Smith. Have you come across him? I have not, unfortunately. So, does that mean that he's naturally that beautiful? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I hope so, because he's kind of good looking, right? <laughs> awesome. That's good to know. Um, how about men? Because there's also a stigma that women are the ones that are always getting fixed up, but do you see the, about the same amount of men and women? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of men that get surgery, you know, despite what people think. But yeah, men do come in, because they, I think... They, too, have, you know, issues with body image, and they want to get something fixed here and there. And, yeah, we see men. Yes. And so, after you did the surgical tech, you still continued, right? Because you, you did say you wanted to be in the medical field. So, now you graduated as a nurse. Right. So, this is your first year as a nurse. How does that feel? It feels scary and exciting at the same time. Just because, you know, it's a new field. You have more... Um, autonomy you have to make your own decisions you have to treat patients so it's a lot more responsibility and um nursing school how was it nursing school is very very hard um people warned me about it you know like it's nothing like any regular school and i was like yeah you know i'm good at school i can do it let me tell you these last two years have been a hell of a ride it's been i'm still exhausted you know it's it's hard to catch up on all the rest that we've missed and all the sleep that we've lost but i mean I, I think in the end it's worth it yeah uh i know a lot of people um like you said are not meant for school but they do want to you know be in the medical field do you think that um 
the vocational school, the surgical tech kind of helped you? Like, how was it? Was it a lot of studying too? Or what's the difference between, like, the when you went to the university to the vocational school? Um, the, the major difference is a lot of hands-on learning. Um, so we had, like, this lab that we had with a fake dummy and an operating table. So we had mock surgeries. We learned, you know, we, we learned and played with instruments and all that. So it was a lot more hands-on. And I know a lot of people learn better when they're more hands-on, which I think, you know, it helps a lot of people attain what they want to do as their career. And do you have any future plans uh, in your educational career? I do want to continue going to school. I plan on getting my bachelor's, my master's, and hopefully my PhD in nursing. Oh, awesome. I yeah. wish you the best. Thank um, you. And Liz is well into, you know, she's young, but she's still 30. So, I mean, anybody could actually, like, continue yes. school. Yes, that's a big advocate for that because I am 33. <laughs> um, but I think... It's never too late to start what you want to do. Like, so don't be discouraged by your age. Don't be discouraged about not attending a four-year university because there's still so many options out there that you can attain. How about you? Did anybody around you ever say like, "Oh, you're like nursing is hard. You're not gonna be able to do it," or like any like try to give you any negative uh, I've, vibes? I've been very fortunate to have a very supportive group with in my family, my friends, and even my coworkers. They've always pushed me to strive for better. So, so surround yourself with people who will right. want the best for you and not want to bring destroy you, down. you. Yes. Yeah. How long have you been a surgical tech? I've been a surgical tech. It's going to be nine years. So you went to school for four years as a nurse and you've been a surgical tech for nine years. I went to school for nursing for two years. Two I, years. Yeah. So why, what made you decide or what took you that long in those nine years to go to nursing school the past two years? Does that make sense? Yes. I actually started on the avenue of going to nursing school in 2015, but because of, you know, financial issues, I couldn't um, fully take on nursing school. Um, so I decided to hold off until I was able to, like, pay stuff on my own. Um, but, yeah, nursing has been a passion of mine for the past, you know, five years. But I stuck it out as a surgical tech until I knew, like, okay, I can survive on my own, go to nursing school, and cut my hours at work. And that's not right away, right? Because I sometimes panic. I'm I'm in my yes. 20s, and I'm like, ah, I, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And then I look at you, and, you know, you're barely getting it. Like, you know, you're like, I want this, I want that. And you look happy, you know? Yeah. So I think people are so, um, like, they have the stigma that uh, you're always running out of time. Right. But you just got to take advantage of it. For me, the way I look at it, when people start to judge me about my age and my school. And I'm like, look, I'm 33, but I'm on my second career. I've already completed almost a decade of my first career. So it's it's just, I mean, I want to better myself and I want more options. So I'm not going to let my age stop me. And let's say that in another 10, 12 years, you might want a different career. Like, you know, you're, you, it's up to you, whatever you want to do, right? Exactly. It doesn't yeah. matter. Don't let anybody bring you down. All right. Thank you, Liz. And congratulations again on thank your you. nursing career. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, and that was Liz, guys. Again, if you guys want to see her on the show. Botched. And I'll post a picture of her and you guys could circle her. <laughs> I'll see how what I could do to the people that see her the first, like, right away. <laughs> thank you, Liz. You're welcome. Because I'm going to. That's long enough. 
All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Keep safe. Keep healthy, both mentally and physically and spiritually. Um, Call your friends up. Text your friends. Make sure you tell your family members you love them. Make sure you slap someone if you don't like them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. That was a joke. Ha ha. <laughs> and I would like to end this segment with a poem by Ruby Carr from her new book, Homebody. And this is one of the poems that stood out to me. We think we are lost while our fuller found and complete selves are somewhere in the future. We get on our hands and knees thinking self-improvement will help us reach them. But this finding ourselves bullshit is never going to end. I'm tired of putting off living until I have more information on who I am. I'm a new person every month always becoming and unbecoming, only to become again. Our fuller selves are not off in the future. They're right here, in the only moment that exists. I don't need fixing. I will be searching for answers my whole life, not because I'm a half-formed thing, but because I'm brilliant enough to keep growing. Everything necessary to live a vivid life already exists in me. I am complete simply because I am imperfect. Thank you for listening to Sabor de Chisme. And I'll catch you back in 2021. Keep safe, guys, and keep connected.